What is happening, everybody? Welcome to Season 2, Episode 2 of Off the Rails Recovery. Um, as you know, we are a dedicated podcast, a podcast dedicated to ending the stigma of addiction through open discussion on all things recovery-related. My name is Mark, and with me always is Dave. What's up? What's happening, man? I'm just looking forward to this uh, episode two here. We're getting in. Dave, what are we talking about today? We are talking all things yoga. So talking all things yoga with us today is Gemma. Yeah, we got Gemma from Gemlight Yoga joining us shortly. We are very excited to have her. And uh, I hope you guys enjoy what she has to share with you. Yes. I know that people will be excited about this one. Yoga is a hot topic. It is. And it's for everybody. So stay tuned and uh, check out what Gemma has to say. All right. With us now to talk about the benefits of yoga is Gemma from Gem Light Yoga. Hi, thank you for having me. Gemma, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, As I mentioned to you beforehand, our second season is all about kind of providing people with tools that can be beneficial in their recovery. And uh, we're really excited to learn about yoga today and all the benefits that it has. So uh, once again, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm super excited to, you know, speak about my passions and offer suggestions for anyone that it resonates with. Yeah, I guess uh, to get us started, Gemma, how um, how did you get involved in yoga? What's your what's your background with that, and and uh, how did you fall in love with it? I guess. So um, to be honest, I had taken a few yoga classes when I had first started, and it was just something that I found that was easy for me to fall into, being someone who loves sports and athletics, but also not necessarily feeling like I had excelled in any um, sports per se, or I didn't feel like, um, I felt like yoga was an easy place for me to um, partake in certain things and not necessarily feel like I was letting down a team or I had to master a pose specifically. And although sometimes those feelings naturally come up, I think, you know, your ego somehow gets involved and you, you know, you maybe start to compare yourself to other people. But I think the important thing about yoga is that it really, it allows you to become more centered with the self. And it puts you in a place where if you remind yourself before a practice that this is for me, this is only for me, if I don't excel, whatever that means, um, in a pose, or I don't necessarily bring my best today, it's okay to feel that way. And I always loved when I had certain instructors that resonated with me that would remind me of those things. I think sometimes when we're going through the natural movements of life and, you know, if it's work or relationship or whatever responsibilities you have, there there may or may not be this expectation that you have to always perform and you always have to be the best of what you are. But you know, sometimes your best is just showing up and breathing in yoga. 
And sometimes it's just removing yourself from a physical space and putting yourself on the mat where you can close your eyes and do whatever resonates with you in that moment. And you're not letting anyone else down, but you're honoring the self. And, um, you know, through my own health uh, situations and maybe, you know, mental situations that um, were traumatic or difficult experiences, it was always a place that that felt right. So um, I don't know if that resonates with anyone, but I think because it's so important for me and it's been such a wonderful place for me to release, um, to gain strength, to feel inspired, um, and sometimes even just the community. I don't even want to say sometimes, all the time for me, it's the community. I love to be able to interact with other people and have a place where you're not drinking and you're not, um, you're not doing all these habits that that seem like the only option where yoga is okay I can focus on my health I can focus on my mind I can be in a community with other people and I don't have to be destructive it's actually a place of wellness so to be in a beautiful space like that is is something that's always resonated with me yeah, so it started with that. And um, then during COVID, which I think was a breaking point for so many people, I uh, did a lot of my own meditation. It ended up being more meditation than it was the physical, what we call asanas, which are physical poses. And I sat with myself in quiet and in solitude. I was working on a computer all day teaching students. I'm also an educator um, for uh, the school board. So I felt that that was something that I needed. I needed to close my eyes. I needed to focus on my breath, become centered with the self. And through all of that, I decided to um, take my instructor's course and learn how to be a yoga instructor, which was a lot more difficult than probably someone might think it might be because you're dealing with your own traumas and you're dealing with your emotions and it's a lot more of that and healing and, and really diving deep into the self, releasing the ego and releasing uh, expectation and, and just getting to know yourself more, which uh, was beautiful, but scary and, and a lot of emotions that I, I had never thought that, that I would go through. Um, yeah, so now I'm here and, and I'm, I've been teaching yoga for over a year now. And even that's been a journey, learning different styles, working with different people, um, different age groups, different abilities. And um, I think the most beautiful thing for me is seeing um, people's progress. And if it's not progress, a physical space for them to release where they're telling me, you know what, I had to leave during meditation because I had too many thoughts in my mind and that was okay. <laughs> um, although meditation is to release thought, it's allowing people to feel whatever they need to feel. At least that's how it resonates with me. Um, and just the beauty of connecting wherever you are in that moment, if it's through your body, through your mind, through speaking, through whatever it is. Um, for me, it's such a beautiful practice to be able to center yourself and connect with people who may or may not be feeling the same way, but having that space for connecting with others. Gemma, I think a lot of times when people think of yoga, they often think of like, say the health benefits. Um, what are some of those benefits, whether it be physical or mental? 
I mean, there, uh, there, the list goes on and on. I, I would say that if you were to go to any physiotherapist or um, a variety of doctors for, you know, variety of mental illnesses or physical ailments, I think that likely if you were to say yoga to any doctor, I mean, I, I don't want to speak for anyone, but I would imagine that they would tell you how wonderful it is and how so many people use it as a tool. I mean, physically, the idea, I mean, if you think of just stretching alone, <laughs> uh, I think a lot of people think, you know, yoga is handstands and balancing poses, which it can be and it is, but the idea of stretching and, and releasing through the body is huge. If you look at a cat when it wakes up in the morning, it's stretching or, you know, natural inhibitions of animal behavior. <clears throat> I think um, there are so many day-to-day -day traumas or past traumas that live in our bodies. And then you start to feel aches and pains and later it becomes disease. So how do we release those emotions through our bodies? Right? So, so sometimes it's even just getting on your mat and, whatever you feel in that moment, releasing judgment of yourself or again, what the practice is supposed to look like and just, you know, practicing whatever your body needs in that moment. Um, and then through that, you can release a lot of that, those ailments and those aches and those pains. As you become more knowledgeable about poses, you learn, you know, which poses are better for lower back pain, which is a common thing I hear from people or you know, shoulder pain, um, also builds your strength, absolutely. But most importantly, in my opinion, it's building that mental strength that allows you to, again, later fall into the body. So for my practice, and I would, I would argue most people's practices would be to start with meditation and breathing. And, and getting centered on the breath because it's something that you can you can focus on to release thought, to uh, hold space for any physical pain without judgment. And once you're there and you're clear, you you'd be surprised at what your body can do. Right, our bodies are made to move. Our bodies are made to to be in many stretches and positions and hold weight. And so many people use the word, I can't, I can't do this, I can't be flexible. And then they'd be surprised when you release the mind, you focus on the breath, the abilities that you have. So, um, yeah, I would say it's beneficial in so many areas. There's obviously modifications that be, can be applied, depending on, you know, what some uh, people's restraints are and physical inabilities. And that I think some people, again, have misconceptions of. So being able to know that there are ways around it. You can do chair yoga, if maybe you have difficulty standing, if you've had operations on your feet or whatever the case is. That's awesome. Gemma, what, uh, what are some different types of yoga? Uh, are some of the practices more beneficial for like spirituality or uh, like hot, I know there's like hot yoga, like is there um, – differences in, in what you're trying to accomplish in uh, the different practices or you know absolutely I, there's so that's another thing is there's so many different types of yoga and a lot of people again I, I I'm, I'm assuming that a lot of people have this misconception because I even had misconceptions of different specific types of practice but um, there's for example yin yoga which is more of a soft yoga 
where you know there aren't too many standing poses it's more grounding and um, more relax relaxation based the practices that i generally do that i'm trained with are vinyasa and hatha so hatha is uh, the traditional form of yoga, which is a traditional set of poses within a certain set of sequences. Um, and then there's vinyasa, which is also what I'm trained in, which is based off hatha, but it includes uh, certain flows within. So it's a little bit more aerobic, gets the heart moving uh, a little bit more. Um, so I, I think there's so many spaces for people to enter the practice based on what you're looking for and what you need. A lot of times yoga studios will have written descriptions of what they can offer and, and, and how it might benefit you. So I think it's super important for someone who perhaps is intrigued by it to really read and, and see if it's something that, that actually suits them. Um, a lot of people might try yoga, but they try the wrong class or perhaps they have an instructor that just doesn't resonate with them and then you're turned off by it which I mean is makes sense because if you think of I don't know being a student back in the day or present day where you had a teacher that didn't engage you the way you wanted to or didn't reach you the way you want to be reached that it it might turn you off so I think finding the right place for you what it is that you're looking for. Gemma how often or is there a limit to how much you should practice yoga? I think it's, again, all, all based on personal choice. It, it depends if you're a traditional person who, you know, traditionally the, the, the practice of yoga is waking up early in the morning before sun, uh, sunset, focusing on meditation prior to any sort of physical components or, you know, the physical practice of yoga. But... I also think that nothing has to be perfect. And that that's, I mean, my opinion, I think that we hold this, especially in North American society, I think we hold this place that something has to look a certain way. You have to wear your, you know, certain outfits from a certain store and, you know, you have to be holding poses a certain way, but again, focusing on what you need in that moment. Um, in my in my actual training, we talked about taking yoga off the mat. So yeah, we know what it means in the physical practice, but what does it mean if you know that day my body doesn't feel the need to be on a mat? My body feels the need to walk and look at the ocean and synchronize my breath with the waves, or whatever it is that brings you calmness and releasing the mind from all the noise and the clutter that we. I say we um, might experience as a collective or in our cities or wherever it is in our personal experiences, how can we honor the self? I think that that's huge. Showing up for you. Very nice. Now I have a question for you. Um, if someone, let's say, was uh, a little bit self-conscious and didn't want to go into a group session and i can speak for myself because i often before in the past would think about the idea of taking yoga but i'm like well maybe when i like i'm a little bit more flexible or you know my gut's not as big and i don't want it hanging out um because i'm going to be embarrassed if let's just say someone i know you got to get over that and just kind of get into a group but let's just say if you wanted to do something like 
you know, get some videos and do it on your own. Obviously you're not going to get the teachings, but, uh, or is there online yoga? Do you find that beneficial with an instructor? Um, I mean, obviously that's probably picked up since COVID, uh, has that mm -hmm. kind of continued or is it, you know, do you find benefit in that? Well, for my own experience, when COVID happened and all the yoga studios shut down, I, I had joined an online uh, studio and I was completely against it in the beginning thinking, you know, this isn't going to give me the same experience that I'm used to, but you know, it, it was something that was a tool for me in that point in time. Uh, I personally found it a little bit hard to be accountable. I, I love being in a space where I'm around other people, either as an instructor or a student, because I feel like, okay, I've honored that time and I'm with other people and we're in this collective experience or something really beautiful about that. But again, whatever resonates for one person might be different than others. So there are so many um, online uh, videos, even on YouTube that you can access for free. Many instructors that offer classes online. If you feel really uncomfortable, you can turn your camera off. I don't imagine there'd be any judgment with that. But it, it, again, it depends on whatever someone's comfortable with. But I mean, even for myself, I can't say that I hadn't I, when I had first started and I was in this room with, when I had first begun, I was in a room with people in hot yoga and I couldn't breathe. I had to leave the room like five times before I got gotten used to it and allowing myself to say, okay, you know what? I'm not very good at this and that's okay. Like that's actually okay. But I showed up and showing up is better than sitting on the couch and eating chips and drinking wine and whatever it is that's destructive to your health. It's showing up and giving whatever you have to give. And again, feeling comfortable on whatever it is that you're doing. And like I say to my own students, sometimes physical uh, movements even activate certain emotions. We lodge a lot of our feelings in our body and even with that, I always tell people, if anything becomes too much for you, put yourself in a child's pose. So child's pose for most, I would imagine, is pretty easy. Um, and allowing yourself, yourself the space to say, that's okay that I feel this way. And you know what? It's not even a bad thing. Let's, let's stop like judging ourselves or perhaps judging other people and say, this is what I need today maybe tomorrow it'll be different Start, you know not comparing yourself to even your where you were yesterday compared to where you are today we go through so many emotions on a regular basis that sometimes it's, it's happening so quickly that you might not even be able to process so it's giving yourself that moment to just breathe decompose and uh, love yourself without judgment Gemma, um, we, earlier we mentioned like the physical and mental benefits of yoga. Um, is there like a spiritual component and are there any benefits? Absolutely. There is a spiritual component. So I'm going to give my opinion. I don't know if it's quote unquote a right opinion or wrong opinion, but I believe that spirituality is really how close you can get to yourself getting as close to yourself as possible and being real and honest with, you know, your gut feelings and those emotions and allowing yourself to feel, allowing yourself to feel is huge because a lot of us mask it or 
find distractions. So that's my opinion. Um, some may agree, some may not. Um, a lot of uh, yoga teachings are based on uh, Hinduism and Buddhist um, philosophies, but even that I would think within the teachings discuss a lot of that, right? A lot of my own uh, training was asking myself some of those hard questions that we don't ask ourselves and getting comfortable with the ugly parts of yourself that maybe we we're too afraid or, or ashamed to share. But one beautiful thing was connecting with so many people on, on in my training and realizing like we all have a story to tell. Whether some people have been able to mask it or um, be quote unquote successful, whatever that means, we all have a story to tell. And uh, really getting, getting deep with that is hard. It's not easy work. So um, that is my definition of spirituality. I like, I like that. That was good. <laughs> yeah, that was a great answer. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. I like that. I too. felt it. I really felt it. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Now, Gemma, you know, this, this part of our, our podcast, the second season, we're, you know, we're trying to give tools for people uh, that, you know, are in recovery, uh, early recovery or wherever they are in their journey. Um, but maybe for someone that's still struggling, um, how could yoga, you know, benefit them or, um, you know, how can you suggest they get started with that if, you know, do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I would say with the breath. One of my favorite yoga instructors, she would always say, if something becomes too difficult, focus on your breath. If you're doing breath, excuse me, if you're doing breath, if you're breathing, you're doing yoga. And I love that answer because that's where it starts. Uh, yoga starts with clearing the mind of, of limitations and traumas and beliefs and thoughts and meditation in itself is the primary goal where you're releasing all of these uh, anxious feelings or tensions in the body so that you can meditate and put yourself in a clear space. And when you're in a clear space, it's easier to make decisions that align with who you are and, and what you need to do. So I think focusing on the breath and, and there's so many a variety of techniques. It could just be listening to your breathing. Sometimes when I have anxiety or anxious feelings and I'm trying to sleep, I listen to my breath. <clears throat> um, there's strategies like a three-part breath where you're breathing deep belly breaths. You're allowing your belly to expand, holding it for a few seconds, and then releasing um, with a slight contraction in the throat. Um, that's called the, the ujjayi breath. Actually, I used it today. <laughs> I've been feeling a lot of anxious thoughts and I just took like, again, it could be a few seconds, it could be a few minutes, but like breathing, even the psychological or the scientific components of it, it's bringing oxygen through the body. Sometimes our hearts beating, our hearts are beating so fast, we're nervous about something, like recentering the self, focusing on the breath. And then with that, at that moment, how can we maybe then move into the physicality of it and the movements? Um, I think if it means anything, I think if, you know, you're in a really rough situation, let's say, you know, you're, you're an addict, you've had, you know, whatever intoxication there is, 
if you feel like quote unquote shit, <laughs> it's really hard to go from I feel like shit to I feel amazing and I go to yoga every week or I whatever do whatever sport or whatever amazing thing it is every week. It, it's very hard to go from A to, to B. So, okay, let's focus on being in point A and let's start with the breath and, and, and knowing that that's super important and it, it, it's huge. Every little step you take is huge because you are a step above where you were maybe a second before that. And honoring that, like taking a moment, if it means writing it down, so it's it's psychological where you know you've achieved something and, and not taking it as a small step. Um, even for myself, I've gone through different phases. Uh, I mean, when I was instructing regularly, I, I felt amazing and empowered, but then there's moments where I wasn't teaching for a while and I start to get down on myself and feeling frustrated and thinking, okay, I'm not as good as an instructor as I maybe was a week ago, or I'm not practicing as regularly in my own practice, but, but to, to stop telling myself that, because I'm the only one who's telling myself, right? No one else is telling me that. And it's telling myself, okay, it doesn't have to look a certain way. How is, how is my practice going to look today? Maybe my practice is rolling my mat out and breathing. Or maybe it's rolling my mat out and doing a few stretches that just resonate in my body because my back hurts or whatever it is. So, again, just allowing yourself to be in that moment with whatever tools you have to feel empowered and, and feel whole and feel centered. That is awesome. Gemma, I have one more question for you. And I think I kind of know the answer. But... Um, who is yoga for? Everybody. <laughs> was that the answer you were thinking? It was, yes. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. That's kind of, kind of what I love to tell people. Mm-hmm. Again, it, it, it's wherever you are and in whatever capacity you can practice. Bringing yourself to the mat and and knowing what what you can do, not necessarily what you can't do, but okay, how can I modify this? How can I feel good? How can I get in touch with my body, get in touch with my breath, and feel okay with where I'm at? Yeah, that is awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, we always um, we always talk about how like addiction doesn't discriminate and it affects pretty much like every walk of life. And uh, that's one of the great things about yoga is that anyone can benefit from it. Mm-hmm. And I and I think that even I mean even with addiction, I'd imagine you go through moments where you relapse and you go through moments where you might feel like, okay, well, I you know I was so amazing two months ago and now I'm in a position where I can't I can't be the amazing. But okay, so you relapsed. You've gone through this circle of trauma, or you've gone through this circle of dealing with whatever those emotions are, but okay, so what? <laughs> Maybe just saying, so what? Who cares? I'm here. What am I going to do about it? And empowering yourself to say, what are the next steps? And it's not easy. I think whatever we deal with in life, whatever challenge, I think um, there's this cyclical motion where those feelings come up and you know you go through ups and downs. It sounds very cliche, but it's it's the reality. And Again, we all have a story to tell. So how are we going to 
continue to empower ourselves through those moments that are hard because that's when you really need it. Yes, absolutely. So now everyone, so now you guys are going to be so well versed with yoga and you're going to practice regularly. <laughs> we, um, we did a little bit of yoga in treatment. So they would run like classes once a week. Um, I, uh, like Dave kind of asked earlier, I was super like, I'm really nervous about like trying yoga. Cause like, I'm not as flexible as I would like to be. And I have like these insecurities about going and just being like horrible at it. But uh, you kind of cleared up some of that for me today, I think. I'm glad that makes me feel really, really good because that's, I feel like such a huge goal for me. Mm -hmm. um, and honestly, that's probably one of the biggest misconceptions is I'm not flexible. Whenever I, I'm, I'm so excited about the practice that even with my friends or colleagues or whatever I, I talk about, coming to one of my classes or practicing it on their own. And the first thing people say is I'm not flexible, but okay, how do we get flexible? Or how, how can we practice without being flexible and just being okay with not necessarily mastering whatever that means, right? Some of the men that I've worked with, I mean, they're the first ones to speak about how they started with not being able to wake up in the morning and and these are you know some middle-aged men that won't be able to wake up in the morning or touch their toes because they had so much back pain and through coming regularly it gives them a space to 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 heal a lot of that i i, I had one patient not patient i had one uh, student who had said to me through meditation i can't remember if i mentioned this earlier but he said you know, some of the meditation is hard for me and, and I have to leave the room. And maybe that wasn't what resonated with him in that moment. But I love that he could come to me and speak to me about it because it was a space of, of openness and a space of being. So all of these parts are, are all encompassing. It's not just, again, the physical practice or, you know, certain sense or whatnot. All of it is encompassing, but just having those moments where you can know that you're being reached to, I think is huge. Mm -hmm. And finding the right instructor that, that, that is able to connect with you, whatever capacity that that is. Gemma, I think, I think that wraps it up for, for today. Um, we are so thankful that you joined us and uh, I can't wait to, I'm, I'm trying out yoga, I've decided. Yay! <laughs> so, uh, thank you so much. You're welcome. Uh, I'm My looking pleasure. forward to it, and I'll I'll let you know how it goes. Honestly, Question? I'd love to hear. I'd love to hear. Yes. I got a quick question before you go, or before we let you go. go Would you be open to doing a yoga session with Mark and I over Absolutely. Zoom? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. There we go. Now we're talking. Keeping an keeping an open mind as well, right? <clears throat> I think that that's that's big and and setting an intention so what is it that you wish to gain from it that's yeah. huge too mm -hmm. that is a good question yeah yeah i don't i don't know the answer right now <laughs> we have time to think about it so it's okay <laughs> Gemma, thanks again um we're so grateful that you joined us and Thank uh, you. we know this episode is going to help some people so thanks again. i really hope so and we wish you all the best Thank you so much. Same with you guys. I, I think it's wonderful what you're doing. So 
keep it up and anytime you wish to learn more about yoga or the benefits of it, I'm happy to share. Welcome back. Welcome. American Dave's take on yoga with Gemma. Dave, how did you find the episode? I thought it was uh, I thought it was fantastic. You can tell her um, passion for yoga um, and what she thinks of it really comes through in all of her kind of questions and or sorry, all of her answers of, of our questions. Um, so it's nice to see someone so passionate about something that they they do and that she's helping to you know get people fit uh, physically, mentally, and spiritually. So true. Yeah, what did you think? Um, I loved having her join us. Uh, she did such a great job. And uh, as we were talking after we were done recording with her, uh, we kind of even got into a cool conversation. And she's like, we should be recording this too. And yeah. uh, she was absolutely right. Um, and what we were talking about was, you know, she shared about how, you know, one thing she likes about yoga is the connection side of it. So I, I mentioned to her that a huge thing in in the recovery community, uh, something that's always said is the opposite of addiction is connection. And I guess people say that because, you know, addiction, a lot of time you're isolating, you feel alone. And a huge part of your recovery is finding that connection and being able to form supports and and connect with people and bond with people and share experiences. So um, that's something that really stuck out to me during her interview. And I really like that about it. So uh, yeah, guess. the connection, the connection to self, right? Like, yeah, I think is, is huge. And, and uh, you know, like we often lose that in uh, our addiction. And I think practicing that, that's a big part of uh, I think practicing yoga well is is trying to from what I from what I understand is uh, I'm no yogi but uh, is to um, you know really find a connection with yourself and your breathing and whatnot so I think if you're lost a little bit whether you're in recovery or or not just a regular person whatever I think it can be beneficial for you absolutely. Um, one other thing that I've, I loved what she said, had to say was her take on spirituality and spirituality is one of those things that a lot of people struggle with in recovery. And, uh, I liked how she explained it and it's like being in touch with yourself type thing. And to me, that's a great way to look at it. And I'm one of those people who struggle with spirituality too. And, you know, going into it or heading into recovery, I, I didn't have any like form of higher power or spirituality. And, you know, I was, I was at like, I was at a pretty dark place in my life where I didn't think, you know, there was, there was anything. And I thought spirituality was like a belief in God type thing. And that's not the case. And if you look at it with like being in touch with yourself, that's a, it's a great way to put it. Yeah, that's that's an excellent point. I think if you're struggling with the spirituality thing, just practice yoga. Like that's 
if you're trying to find all these different ways of getting spirituality and you can't figure it out, like you're having a hard time, you know, placing what the hell it is, just do a yoga session. I think that will maybe get you in the right path. I think so too. Can't hurt. I'm I'm gonna give yoga a shot, man. I've decided. I like the yeah. I like your question too, because that hit it bang on how I feel about yoga. Like I'm so nervous to go and try it because I am large and not very flexible. And I probably would look funny in certain yoga positions. And that's what I think in my head. I probably wouldn't. And I think people would laugh at me for some reason because it would be funny to see me in certain positions, I think. But maybe I'm just, just own, maybe I'm in my own head about it. Are you comfortable enough to record part of our yoga session with Gemma? Put it out there for people to see. Maybe some clips of us in our yeah. warrior pose. I love that. Yeah. Stay tuned, Stay tuned for that. That's a good idea. That's a really good idea. Yeah. 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 Another thing I like talking about with her, Dave, was how it's for everyone. And as you know, we have met people in of all walks of life, as you could say, Um, you know, age, race, sexual identity. Addiction really doesn't discriminate, and uh, neither does yoga. So no matter who you are, there's a place for you to practice yoga, which is great. Yeah, I think that's what's been great about our first two episodes. Uh, you know, Tai Chi is kind of the same same thing and as far as for everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, all these things we're doing, we're trying to give you guys different tools. You know, maybe it's for you. Maybe it's not for you right now. Maybe you revisit it in six months or a year, you know, Um, but um, yeah, I love it. I don't know. Dave, that's all I got, buddy. That's all I got too. Wrap on this episode, guys. Thanks for listening. That was episode two of season two. I'm Mark. We got Dave here. Um, If you're struggling, please reach out and ask for help. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.